All right, we are live. Good evening, everyone. Hopefully, everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. As always, as always, we like to say praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord again. Thank the Lord for another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together. Today is December 10th, 2020, and we are on week 97. If you're new around here, welcome to Join the Midst of the Storm and Program. What we like to do weekly live stream Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions of them to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. And if you've been with us for a while, welcome back. As we always like to say thank you. Thank you guys for tuning in week in and week out to hear what thus says the Lord. And we see one of our regular Stephen says, Grace and peace, brothers. Praise the Lord. Thank you for tuning in. As you can see from the title, we'll be continuing our series. This is the, the last entry in that series, The Principles of the Doctrine of Christ. We'll be talking about eternal judgment. We've already talked about repentance, faith towards God, baptism, the Holy Ghost, and resurrection of the dead. So this is the final entry in this series eternal judgment there is going to be a judgment day jesus says that we will be rewarded for our works what we're doing day to day we will be judged on we will have to give account for every idle word everything so without any further ado i'm going to pass it over to minister tony banks we can go ahead and get started with this evening's message good, good evening everyone as we like to do we always start with a prayer if you guys are at a place where you can join in we definitely encourage you to do so Heavenly Father, thank you for just another opportunity to study your word. Lord, we thank you for our life, health, and strength. Lord, we thank you for all the things that we continually take for granted. Lord, I'm praying that you won't have to take something simple from us for us to start respecting that we have the capability to do these things. Sometimes we might uh, take for granted being able to speak being able to breathe, being able to hear, being able to smell. So Lord, we're asking that you would continue to just give us joy uh, in the midst of so much darkness. Give us a reason to find happiness. Help us to think on good things. Lord, we know we're all going through trials and tribulations, Lord, but we're asking that you would continually remind us that there is joy in the midst of every storm. There's always a reason to be happy. So Lord, we're asking that you would just continue to do these many things in our lives lord we're praying for the bible study tonight that you would just touch someone to just continue to go on a little bit further lord we're asking these many blessings in your precious name jesus amen amen so uh we melvin has already covered that tonight is going to be the last of the series uh the fundamentals of the doctrine of christ the foundation of the doctrine of Christ. So as we did uh, every other night, uh, we're going to go to Hebrews chapter six and start at verse one there uh, where Paul introduces the topic for us. All right. And really quickly, we have another comment from Andrea or Andrea Watts. First time tuning in. Well, welcome. We hope you enjoy the message. Thank you for tuning in. So Hebrews chapter six and verse one, therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ. Now, it's important to note that we are not going to leave the principles tonight. Tonight, we're only talking about the principles. Uh, by the grace of God, we'll continue to move from them and leave them. But tonight we're going to hit on these principles and Paul is going to list them. Uh, go ahead, Melvin. Let us go on unto perfection. 
not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works. Now, this is the first principle, the repentance from dead works. Now, we covered that. Uh, I don't know what day it was now, uh, but about what, five weeks ago, we covered the repentance from dead works. Uh, this is the first principle that Paul brings up. And simply what he's saying is we have to let go of those things that do not profit us. Dead works. You know, if we go to our job and if you get paid hourly, you say, I'm not working off the clock. <laughs> Why is that? Because you understand that it's a dead work you know there is going to be no compensation for that work so we say i'm not doing that we do things in order to receive some type of benefit so paul said let's stop doing those things that really are not advancing us and we covered that uh some weeks ago go ahead Melvin. and a faith toward god and a faith toward God having a knowledge and an understanding that God he is God now we make that statement all the time but we don't believe it we don't believe he's God we don't believe he can do whatever it is that he desires to do if we did we wouldn't doubt him but it takes us to continue to grow we don't start out in the place where we'll be 15 years from now, even five, even five minutes from now, we have to grow. So I'm not saying uh, I'm not trying to belittle anyone for having some doubt. It just takes us to grow. We all start having some kind of doubt. But somewhere along the line, we have to gain faith. Jesus told them many times. He said, oh, ye of little faith. He was telling them, you need to increase your faith. And actually, the disciples asked for that. They said, Lord, increase our faith. They needed faith in God and we need it. In faith, to have faith in not only the small things. Now, we believe we'll get over a headache. <laughs> If we get a small cut on our arm, we believe, oh, God's going to heal me from that. But we don't believe him for the things that appear to be major. We need faith for those things also. But we cover that. Go ahead, Mel. The doctrine of baptisms. The doctrine of baptisms. There's more than one. There's a baptism in water. That's water baptism. And there's a baptism of spirit. That's the one that God gives. Go ahead. And the laying on of hands. A laying on of hands. That's receiving the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. And a resurrection of the dead. We covered this last week. The resurrection of the dead. We know Jesus told us he is the resurrection. And we know. Uh, if you've been in uh, Christ for some time you've heard of the rapture or even people who, who don't believe in God they've heard of the rapture but not only are those who are in Christ 
not only are those going to be resurrected, also those people who didn't want to believe in God, they'll be resurrected also. And that's what we'll cover tonight. Go ahead, Mel. And of eternal judgment. Now, this is after the resurrection. There's going to be an eternal judgment. We all, Melvin said it earlier, we all have to give an account for the things that we've did, the things that we've said, even those things that we've thought. God hears our thoughts. You can talk to God only in your mind. You don't have to verbally say it out loud. He'll communicate with you in your mind. So be careful when we start talking aggressively to God. We have to give an account. The Bible said we have to give an account for every idle word. Every single word. So tonight we're talking about the judgment. You know, well, we'll get to it. Let's move to Hebrews chapter 9. And let's start at verse 27. And as it is appointed unto men once to die. Once to die. Now we know death is a part of life. It's appointed to us. God told us from the beginning with Adam and Eve. He said the day that you eat of this tree, you'll surely die. And they died that same day because a day to God is as a thousand years. And they died before they lived to be 1,000 years old. So they die the same day. Now, our calendar and God's calendar is different. But they surely died. So I said that to say, even though something has not happened yet, if God said it's going to happen, it's coming. You can have faith in him. He's coming. So that's what it's about. So he said, it's appointed unto us once to die. Mm -hmm. But after this, the judgment. After that, your real life begins. Right now, we are uh, in rehearsal. We are getting ready we're preparing for our eternal home we're preparing for that that's what the judgment is about finding out where we're going you know and for some people it's going to be the surprise of our lives you know it brings to mind uh, if you've seen gender reveals, I've seen many uh, couples, they will wait until the gender reveal. <laughs> they'll wait, Melvin. They'll wait for the gender reveal <laughs> before they find out what gender of a baby they're having. Now, if we do this for the judgment, if we wait all the way up until then to find out where we're going, I'll let you know now it's going to be a sad day. We have the opportunity to find out now and to make 
the Bible says make our calling and election sure. We should be making sure right now where we're going to spend our uh, eternity. We should take this serious because Jesus told us in one place, he said, you think that you're saved. And a lot of people think that today, still the same people thinking the same things. So he said, after we die, we'll move to the judgment. Go ahead, Mel. So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many. He did this so we didn't have to take our sins into the judgment. You know, playing, I used to play Monopoly uh, growing up. And we love the get out of jail free card. We love that. And that's what God gave us through Jesus. We can escape judgment. We can escape. Now, if I remember correctly in the game, once you used it, you didn't have that anymore. So right now, it's our only opportunity to use this card. If we let this pass by us, there remaineth no more sacrifice. Paul told us that he said, Jesus is not coming to die again for us. This is it. So Christ came to bear our sins. Go ahead. And unto them that look for him shall be shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. He's going to appear again. We will see him. And someone is going to stand before him in judgment. Let's keep going. Let's move now to first Peter chapter four. And let's look at let's start at verse seven there. We're still talking about the eternal judgment because this is what awaits us. Now, again, we can avoid this by living the way God told us to live. We don't have to go through the judgment and end up lost. That does not have to happen to us. God implemented a plan so that we could be saved. All we have to do is take him up on the offer. Go ahead, Melvin. But the end of all things is at hand. Now, this is the end. We've come to the end of this lesson. Uh, we've come to the end of this series, rather. And now Peter says the end of all things is at hand. We're living in the last days. We're headed towards the eternal judgment. Go ahead. Be ye therefore sober mm -hmm. and watch unto prayer. Have a sound mind. Be in your right mind. He said, watch. Jesus told us we need to watch and pray. It's not enough just to do a lot of watching. It's not enough to do 
praying and not watching. We should be watching and praying. Being in our right mind. Go ahead. And above all things, have fervent charity among yourselves. Mm -hmm. For charity shall cover the multitude of sins. Having love for one another. That's what's going to get us through. Go ahead. Use hospitality one to another without grudging. Mm -hmm. As every man hath received the gift, even so minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Drop down. Drop down to verse 17. For the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. Now, notice where the judgment begins. Now, we often talk about how God is going to judge everybody else. Now, I'm talking about Christians. People who pro proclaim Christianity, we're always talking about, oh, God is going to judge so-and-so for doing what they did. But do we know that judgment is going to begin with God's people first? It's going to begin with us. God is looking at our lives, seeing if our lives line up to what they're supposed to be. He knows. We know and he knows that the people we're looking at, their lives don't line up. We know that. But what about ours? So he said, the time is now here. That judgment is going to begin with us. Go ahead. And if it first began at us. Now it's coming to us first. Mm -hmm. What shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? What's it going to be like for those who don't even try to live right? Those who don't obey what God said, not what Tony said. Tony has nothing to do with this. You know, if I had my way, I'd run things differently, but it's not about me. So I learned to put me to the side. So he said, what about those who don't obey the gospel of God? This is God's gospel. That's what we're talking about tonight. The doctrine of Christ. Go ahead. And if the righteous scarcely be saved. If we, if we, us who are seeking and striving to live the right way, righteously, living holy, trying to remain pure. If those of us are barely saved, he says, scarcely, we're barely going to be saved. He said, we're just going to make it in. Go ahead. Where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? What about everybody else? Where are they going to go? If we're barely saved, how, are, how is everyone else going to be saved? Go ahead. Wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of God commit the keeping of their souls to him in, doing, in well-doing as unto a faithful creator. He said, we got to make sure to keep ourselves right because those people doing all of these evil things they're not going to be saved because we are barely going to be saved 
nevertheless, we made it in. We will make it in by the grace of God. But he said, judgment is going to begin at us first. God is going to separate. He, Jesus told us he's going to separate the sheep from the goat. He's going to separate those on the right and those on the left. That's judgment beginning at the house of God. We're talking about our eternal home. You know, if this were something that were merely temporary, if heaven were a place we only went to for, I don't know, 30 minutes, an hour, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Even if it were miserable to us, we could get through an hour of being miserable. But we're talking about eternity. We're talking about a concept, an amount of time that we cannot even fully grasp. We're talking about something that will never change and never end. You know, everything has an ending. No matter what it is that we have come accustomed to, they come to an ending as far as uh, our earthly life goes. I mean, we come into the world and experience life, but we know we experience the end, which is death. You know, we find an end to things. We get a phone. And that phone only has a certain life cycle. It comes to an end. We get pets. They eventually die. Everything comes to an end. You gas your car up. The fuel only goes so far. It comes to an end. But eternity. There is no end. So. How much more. Should we put thought. Into our eternity. How much more serious should we be with going to a place where we never will never be able to change those circumstances? We know the rich man, after he ended up, he found himself in hell and he asked that a drop of water would be put on his tongue one drop he couldn't receive it he was not granted that wish he was in pain agony but it would not happen for him and so I'm saying those things because I'm praying and hoping that we would take seriously our salvation I don't want us to end up lost. Go ahead, man. Let's um let's actually move to Revelation chapter 20. Because Peter asked the question. He said, if we're barely saved, scarcely, where what's going to happen to the ungodly? And that's what we're going to look at in Revelation chapter 12. Or excuse me, Revelation chapter 20. And let's start here at verse 10. 
And the devil that deceived them. The devil that deceived them. Now, the scripture tells us that the devil deceived the whole world. So now, what about him? What's going to happen to him? Mm -hmm. Was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. Now, this is his eternal judgment. This is Satan's eternal judgment. He was cast into the lake of fire where he was tormented. You know, when Jesus was walking the earth, he was approached by someone whom demons were in. And they asked him, are you come to torment us before our time? They know. The devil knows that he only has a certain time before his time is up. And so he's trying his hardest to get someone to fail. But we have to continue to have faith in God. Because the devil, excuse me, God is going to cast our enemy into the lake of fire. We won't have to worry about someone trying to steal anymore. We won't have to worry about someone trying to fight us anymore. We don't have to look at someone's skin color and, and then be afraid because of how they look. We don't have to look at how someone is dressed and say, well, I don't know about them. We won't have these worries anymore because the devil who was behind those evil thoughts, he'll be gone. We won't have to worry about these things anymore. So that's his eternal judgment. Now, the Bible tells us hell was created for him. But because many of us will not live in a godly manner, the scripture tells us that hell hath enlarged herself. Hell is becoming bigger and bigger because more and more people are going there. It was only created for the devil, but more people decided to go. This is one place that does not run out of space. Go ahead, Mel. And I saw a great white throne. Now, we've looked at the devil's punishment and his judgment. But what about man's judgment? So, John here, he said, I saw a great white throne. A lot of times we call it the great white throne judgment go ahead and him that sat on it from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away now we know Isaiah told us he said and we hid as it were our faces we hid our faces from him we know who it is it's the Lord Almighty Jesus He was bruised for us and we didn't esteem him. Isaiah told us about this person. It's Jesus. He was sitting on the throne and all of our lives, we continue to run from him. I know I did it. 
continually ran from what he told me to do, how he told me to live. Because I felt in my mind, I knew better. I knew better than God knew. Go ahead, Melvin. And there was found no place for them. Mm -hmm. And I saw the dead, small and great. The dead. Now, this is us. We're no longer talking about the devil. This is humanity. He said, I saw the dead, both small and great, young and old. God is no respecter of person. These were people who had died. They were resurrected. And now they're brought to the judgment. Mm -hmm. Stand before God. They stood. They stood before God. You know, in court, when the judge walks in, <laughs> when the judge walks in, the bailiff says, all rise. The judge has entered the building. It's Jesus. And the dead are going to stand before him, whether they're young or old. 70 or 15, 70 or 10, it doesn't matter, 70 or 20, we all have to stand before him. He's no respecter. So, they both stood before God. They all stood before God. Go ahead. And the books were open. The books. Now, there's an S. The books were open. We're an author. <laughs> we're an author. And we didn't even know it. There's books written of our lives. John told us in the book of Revelations. God is going to pay every man according as his work shall be. And those works, everything we do is being written. Our lives are being written. I believe they call that a biography. <laughs> They're being written. You didn't you never had to pick up a pen. You didn't need any ink. You didn't need a keyboard, a typewriter. You don't need anything. It's being written for you. You didn't have to pay a publishing fee. <laughs> you don't have to uh, write a hard copy. It's being written. So at the judgment, the books were open. Because a lot of times we do things. I know it's happened to me. I speak for myself. Sometimes people will say, do you remember when you did this? I say, huh? What, what, what you mean? I did that? Sometimes we forget what we did. And so God is going to bring it back to our memory. So the books were open. Go ahead. And another book was open. And another book. Now, he's going to tell us what this book is. Which is the book of life. This is the book of life. The perfect law of liberty. This is the scripture, the word of God. 
This is the book that our personal books are supposed to match. The Bible that we read, our lives are supposed to match it. You know, we've gotten smart now, Melvin. <laughs> we've gotten smart because we say, you know, I'm going to just create a whole a different Bible. So that way my life can match that Bible. It's not going to work. He's going to judge us according to the book, the one that he had written. The book that was inspired by God, not all these other books. He's only going to judge us by the book that was inspired by him. So he said, another book was open. Now, this is only one, though. This book was open, which is the book of life. Go ahead. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books, according to their works. According to what we did. This is the eternal judgment. Now, I know this is not a topic that we enjoy to discuss, but someone needs to tell us. I, I'm thankful that someone told me because I didn't want to show up to this eternity reveal and be surprised. Somebody's going to be surprised at the eternity reveal. But this is one thing you don't want to be surprised about. So he said, we're going to be judged from the word of God according to what's written down about our lives. Go ahead, Melvin. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. Now, these people had already died, were in hell. Hell is nothing but jail, a holding place. It's nothing but jail. It's a holding place, a place where we go when we've committed crimes and we're awaiting our court date. We're awaiting judgment. So the people who were awaiting They were now told to come into court. Go ahead, man. And they were judged, every man, according to their works. Mm -hmm. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. Cast into the lake of fire. Left hell. And now cast into the lake of fire. It didn't get any better. It only continued to get worse. This is the eternal judgment. This does not have to happen to God's people. Now, this is already written. So that means someone is going to fall into this category. God would not have these things written. Except they be for our learning. So this does not have to happen to us. All of this is said so we can know we can be knowledgeable about how these things are going to transpire but this doesn't have to be us we can escape this that's what jesus christ came and died for 
for us to escape. But now he still told us to take up our cross. He said, there's some things you got to do. Go and take up your own cross now. Follow me. He said, if you're going to be my disciple, you got to learn to deny yourself. There's some things we must do. Because if we don't, we just read. We're going to be judged according to the book. Whatever our works are, faith without works is dead. Paul told us to get away from those dead works. We cannot say we have faith in God, but we don't live like it. So he's showing us all of this. So we do not fall into this category. That's the reason God is showing us this. You know, whenever you're trying to train a child and teach them something. I'll even put it this way. Even. On the job training, I remember. Uh, I've been shown forklift videos. They'll show you, hey, this is what happens <laughs> if you have a heavy load, a load that's too heavy, raised too high. And they'll show you these videos of forklifts tipping over, falling, and people uh, <laughs> either getting extremely hurt or extremely scared. But they show you that so that you won't make the same mistake. Not to just scare you. They show you that so it doesn't happen to you. So that's the reason God is telling us this. Because he does not want this to happen to us. He said it's not his will that any of us should perish. He doesn't want to see it. Let's finish it up, Mel. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Whoever's life did not match the word of God. Whoever's life did not match the precious word of God. They were cast into the lake of fire. This is the eternal judgment. This is the last stop. This is it. This is the last stop. So I pray that uh, this has given someone some encouragement to just not allow this to be you. It's going to be someone, but it does not have to be you. So do not allow the devil to tell you, oh, I'm destined for hell. I've heard people say this. I know I'm going to hell. That doesn't have to be true. With that attitude, you are going. If that's how you really feel, you are going. But we don't have to go. Don't allow the devil to deceive you into thinking, oh, I know I'm going. Don't allow him to, to deceive you into thinking that God doesn't want you to go. That's why he shares all of this information with us. You know, there's people who don't share information because they want you to fail. They intentionally keep things from you because they don't want you to prosper. God doesn't do us that way. 
So this has been uh, the six principles of the doctrine of Christ. And I hope that this has given someone a good introduction to uh, the basic principles of God. Now, there's way more than this. Uh, and we'll get to that if God permits. So at this time, I'll turn it back over to Melvin. Uh, I see one of our, another viewer, Roderick, says that's the truth. And um, that's what a lot of people don't like hearing, the truth these days. Uh, we want to be fed lies. And one place in the scripture, it says uh, we'll have itchy ears and turning away from what the actual truth is. Because we see that our lives don't align with what's in the Bible. Um, James told us the word of God is like a man beholding himself in a natural glass. So we're looking in the mirror. It shows us ourselves. And we know if our lives are aligned with what's in the Bible. So it's up to us. To, are we going to change? Are we going to stay the same and say what Tony mentioned earlier? Um, somebody said they're destined for hell. It doesn't have to be that way. And we all go through tough times. But what we have to do is remember, as Tony mentions at the beginning of every live stream, that there is joy in the midst of every single storm. God will never put more on us than what we can bear. And I know that it seems like that. And all this stuff I'm saying is easier said than done. But it is true. He will never leave nor forsake us. There's some, a group of scriptures in the book of Isaiah where people were, were keep being were being disobedient over and over again. But every verse ended with, but his hand is stretched out still. It's stretched out still for us to grab onto. No matter how many times we mess up, we can be forgiven. So I pray that we all get our lives aligned with the book of life because it will be the greatest decision that you've ever made. And I see that we don't have any more comments. I would like to thank the people that did comment, uh, Stephen, Andrea, and Roderick. Thank you guys so much for the comment and the interaction. And we hope you guys got something out of the message. As I always like to mention, we do have Zoom Bible studies every Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Every single meeting is a good is a good message. And we have people dedicated to learning about learning more about God because the truth is not being taught enough. The world needs Bible study every single day. And we do it three times a week. And some people say that that's too much. <laughs> so um, we pray that you guys do tune in to the Zoom message, messages for our podcast listeners. The link is in the podcast description. So that is every Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We hope to see you guys there. So rejoice in the Lord always because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Count it all joy. Count it all joy. No matter what your earthly situation looks like, you tell your problems how big your God is. So today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Count it all joy. Count it all joy. There's reason to be joyful in the midst of every single storm. So we'll see you guys next Thursday evening with another topic coming straight from the Word of God. You guys have a safe and blessed weekend, and we'll see you then. Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. My name is Melvin Corners, here along with Minister Tony Banks, who brings the Word every week. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. You should tune in and ask questions or just tell us how you're doing. We'll see you guys next Thursday evening with another topic. Rejoice in the Lord always.